2: Evening everyone and welcome to another fantastic night of and the Access. I am your ever faithful host, AJ.
3: <laughs>
2: Greetings and salutations. Oh, and I have a co-host, so I don't have to babble.
3: Yay. Hello.
2: Hello.
4: I think Alexa's talking too. Hi. <laughs> I hear something in the background. I'm like, what?
2: Alexa is talking in the background.
4: Yes, Alexa is saying something. Probably was set for some alarm. I tend to forget to turn them off, and she usually talks. Um, So anyway, hello. Um, So as I was telling you guys in the chat or in the text rather, um, I'm going to play some more uh, clips tonight from my Lucifer exclusives. Um, For tonight, I have uh, Davy Woodside and Kevin Alejandro. Um, because I will save Ildi's for next week because, well, I have a lot of really good quotes from that, but that interview is completely full of spoilers, which is why I split it. Um, But for anybody that is interested, I did put up the text from uh, D.B.'s interview today, and um, the first part of Ildi Modrovich is up there, and then um, I'm going to put up the other ones in a few days. So uh, I think Karen's here already. Hey, Karen.
2: Yes, she is. Hello, Karen.
4: Hi, you guys. Hi. So I do want to review Lucifer, but um, I don't want to do it this week because I know it's just come out. It is the last season. probably gives people um, a chance to watch it, uh, which is why the clips that I picked um, do not have spoilers. But um, I'll go into it uh, next week. Um, I, I, I mean, I do have a lot to say. I really liked it. Um I especially like the, the animated episode but I just don't wanna get into the big spoilers and the discussion of the end of the series. Um things I like, things I didn't like, but so we'll I'll I'll talk about that then. Um so I figure I will do what we did last week and we'll talk about one of the shows and then I'll play a clip around ten thirty and which is for anybody who's not Eastern it's it's ten now. <laughs> in so,
3: like oh, in 30 wow. minutes. Oh, I people- and I was like
4: All right. I hear somebody in the back. Oh my! Yeah, that's the wife in someone's house. Yeah. Oh, Alyssa. There
1: we go. That's better. It sounded like a parrot talking. Um,
2: Uh, No, that was probably my idiot son whistling.
1: Oh, it did sound like whistling. Yeah. I I misunderstood
4: you. I thought. No, no,
2: Alyssa was talking. Artie was whistling. All right. So (laughs) start start your walking. (laughs) Start your walking dread.
4: Oh. Uh, oh, I did want to mention, though, before I forgot, um, yeah. that I can't talk today. But um, people, oh, I'm, like, losing my mind here. Uh, not that that's anything new. But um, I am also taking questions, to uh people want to send them for NCIS Hawaii uh, for Jan Nash, and who is the executive producer. And also, I have not posted about it yet. But I will say this now for people on the podcast. They'll be the first ones that'll hear it. Um, next week, and you guys know this because I told you, but next week for uh, the second uh, audio uh, book of audio, what are you going to call it, audio drama of uh, Sandman, I'm going to be talking to James McAvoy. So um, people can uh, send me their, their Sandman questions too. Um, that's Sandman. Daniel Gaiman,
1: th- Sandman,
4: right? Yeah, I know. Gaiman, Sandman, yeah. Which I also found out today, um, I wish I, I've been wanting to to read it, listen to it, just haven't, never got a chance to listen to the first one, but um, I found out today, I didn't even realize it, that Lucifer is from that. Like, I'm stupid, because I didn't know that. <laughs> I mean, I guess I knew it, but like, I didn't think, like, I had forgotten it, you know what I mean? Because I never read the book, but I guess Constantine is too, but um, I, I was reading that Lucifer is part of it, so I already probably know who my favorite character is going to be, but <laughs> aside from that. uh mm-hmm, so. yeah. But anyway, so people can send um, those to me uh, through Twitter is probably the best way. And um, why don't you, before we start, why don't you, you want to talk, mention your interview that'll be up in a couple days? Yes. So
1: I spoke with, um, uh, oh my God, now I'm blanking on the name. She did the same thing I do. (laughs) Jesse Lee. I want to say Jesse Lee. So hang on a second. (laughs) So, yeah Sofer, Sofer, I don't know how to say it, but yeah. Sofer. I do the same thing. Um, uh, Jesse Lee Sofer, who plays Jay on, uh, Jay Halstead or so, I think he plays Jay yeah, on Ch- Chicago PD. And I had a chance to speak with him briefly about um, what's coming up this season. I, I, anybody who watches the show, uh, there was like this kind of huge cliffhanger uh, in in, um, in the last episode. Uh, there was a proposal of marriage, and there's also some like there's a, they're in the middle of like a big. Um, oh my god, there's all kinds of stuff happening. I can't even like when I I didn't even watch the show when I watched that season finale, and I was like, holy, how can all this happen? It was amazing. So anyway, I had a chance to talk to him for a few minutes and <laughs> ask him a few questions about what's coming up and uh, what fans can expect. So that'll be up in a few days up on the site, I guess. Yep. Yep. So people can, can in look advance of the well. premiere. Yeah. We'll be up before yeah. the premiere. Give me one spoiler. <laughs>
4: yeah. So we can don't put it up one. in Yeah. Yep. And um, for anybody that, that saw the, the first tweets about it but not the second, um, the other person you were supposed to interview, Nick, was not there because of emergency. So we only got the one interview. But, um, I, I mean, yeah. I think it worked out because it seemed like we got a lot more questions. Not, I mean, both the actors are great. I don't mean that they're not. But we got a lot more questions um, for Jesse uh I I noticed. So, um we kinda got a double interview with him, uh, with Nick not being there. So um Yeah, we you know we're we the bad and good. I mean it would have been nice to talk talked to him, but we gotta you gotta double with the one since the other one wasn't there. So
1: Chicago P D definitely had a like a way more dramatic finale than Chicago Med did, even though the, the, even though he gets fired in Chicago Med get like Nick got fired, right? But whatever. Um well, not Nick. Yeah. Nick Nick could get fired. He's the actor. Yeah. Nick anyway, yeah. <laughs> so we ended up getting to talk to Jesse the whole time. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, okay.
4: To, we'll, people can find that. Okay. So now on to Walking Dead. Uh, and then as soon as I'm with
1: Walking Dead, I'll play the Lucifer clip. Uh.
3: Okay. okay. So. I, I would next, like to start. Uh,
1: no, go ahead. Sure. I was just gonna start. I'd like to start by saying I watched three shows this week about zombies, three episodes of three different shows about zombies, and this, to me, was the worst of the three, and one so of what them was animated and was better. What If is like zombie, okay, <laughs> oh, the zombie Avengers yeah. episode, <laughs> it's like zombie Avengers, that was better, and I watched the first episode of, um, of that new sci-fi show, Day of, the De- Day of the Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead. Oh, crap.
4: Did that start already? That's bad. I didn't even realize. No, it didn't start yet. It didn't start yet. It didn't start yet.
1: Oh, you watched. Um, Okay. I didn't. I just watched the first episode. Um, Did you like it? it? Because I do want to check that out. It was way better than I thought it would be. Like, I thought it was going to be more of a, um, uh, what was that, Z Nation, which I really didn't like Z Nation, right? Um, And I thought that this was actually um, uh, better than that. Uh, and it was it Wait, was are more, you talking
4: about the Netflix show or the
1: the sci you're talking about sci fi channel show, right? Yeah. Yeah.
4: It's sci fi channel has a show called Z Day of the Dead,
1: Dead coming. I, I just didn't
3: no, know it was I, to I, like
5: I'm TV. saying
1: I'm saying I didn't like Z Nation on Sci Fi oh, 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 but I okay. and I like oh, this better. It was not as, as silly and goopy as I found uh I only watched one episode of it. I just watched the first episode, of it. it premieres October fifteenth and it was better than okay so a, so a sci-fi show was better than walking dead is what i'm trying to say I,
3: I didn't like well, the yeah, walking
4: dead this week kind of sucks so and daryl is my mm-hmm. favorite character but it still sucks let's just be honest because yes. I have to finish what you were going to say about the show
1: and then I'll well, well that's all i, I want to say next. of the three zombie shows that i watched this week walking dead was the worst of it um, yeah. and i saw a lot of problems with this episode and it was also kind of boring yeah um you know
4: i, I I I I appreciate that at least that stupid episode that I hated at the end of last season with him and that girl. uh, I mean, I appreciate that at least they made that have a purpose because we talked about how like ridiculous and stupid and not in the plot it was, and we didn't need to know about Daryl's you know relationship with her Uh, because I had if you remember was bored by Lee. I I didn't. I just thought I remember saying that I thought it was really boring as much as I love Daryl, and that I did not need to know about Leah, and that. Like, I didn't get why we got that back story because it was kind of irrelevant. But so my point is I appreciate that at least there was a reason for it because Leah came back. Although I do wonder if they sort of rewrote things because it's my understanding, and correct me if I'm wrong, but those extra episodes were added after the fact to give filler. So, but yet this character came back. So I don't know if they just kind of changed part of it where he already knew this girl or if no some of that was no, being made after the fact work
1: is it was not true or what i don't know if they were made after the fact i, I, I think they were they were the, while filming was stalled while they knew they couldn't film this stuff they they decided to film that that they decided so that stuff so it was not after the fact, I think. I don't believe that they went back well, and tried no, to. I, I guess what I'm
4: saying them. is they had to have changed this episode a little bit from what originally would have been I don't think if so. they didn't have those episodes is what I'm saying. Because they were filmed during like like, extra for COVID or whatever,
1: weren't they? I don't think those episodes were – I think those episodes were written before these episodes. Okay, those episodes were, okay, th- what we saw tonight was definitely not shot before the standalone episodes were shot. Right, 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 right. That's
4: not, maybe, maybe I'm not explaining what I'm saying. So what you're saying, saying maybe they wrote those Lena episodes? In? Right, originally those episodes we weren't going to get. So whatever plot line they had planned for this, I assume they changed because we already met Leah. Not that it was written, but just I wonder if originally this plot line would have been somebody he didn't I don't know. know.
1: I, it I mean, so,
4: I, I'm just thinking back to it. I, but
1: anyway, regardless, I mean, on regardless the, on,
3: of that, yeah.
1: I mean, on the one hand, Daryl's entry to the Reapers is even more pointless without Leah, uh, right? Mm-hmm. On the other hand, they could have had a lot less filler in this episode and just combined it with last week's episode and had him get kidnapped, and join them or whatever. Right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so let me ask you, Jamie, what did you think? So I was spoiled, and I knew Leah was going to be in this episode, and that she was a reaper. I've known that for several weeks. Um, Did so, they show the preview? No, I don't really. I don't. I watch. On, I don't get. I don't, no. do um, They didn't show oh, it on this, a preview. I read it. I read it online. I don't. I don't oh, know. Okay. I read it online somewhere. Which is funny because I don't read a lot, and I try to. I try to avoid spoilers, even for this crappy show. But so I knew she was going to be on, and I, I knew she was a reaper. But if you didn't, I'd like to know from you what you thought of that reveal. Did it surprise you? What did you think of it? I know you don't necessarily care for her character, but how did that, like, how did you, how did that feel for you?
4: Um, Well, no, I didn't know it. Um, Obviously, I I watched this, you know, early, but I I didn't know it. Um, I, I can't say I was super surprised. I mean, I was a little disappointed But I never, you're right, I never liked her character before. And let me me just say, it's not because I'm, you know, a Daryl Carroll shipper or anything. I just felt last time like that episode with his backstory was kind of pointless. And I didn't think we needed it. That's my reasoning. It's not per se that I dislike her. Um, Mm -hmm. I I wasn't, I I mean, I don't know, I I didn't really care if I'm 100% honest. I don't like that she's a bad person. I kind of feel like, he was with her and I would think that he would have known that maybe she was this kind of person, but I guess it's just showing in the apocalypse that, you know, people change. But I mean, it's one thing to people do a lot during the apocalypse, you know, morality changes and all that. But I mean, these people have really, at least from our perspective, and we talk a lot of times about we only see, you know, our group's perspective, but from our perspective, they've killed a lot of people and gone after them in Maggie's group. So, I guess I was sort of surprised, but I wasn't surprised. I wasn't, it wasn't like I didn't really care. (laughs) I don't know how to explain it. Um, Yeah. Yeah. It was just like, okay, sure, she's part of it. Um, I was not surprised that he pretended not to know them. Um, I mean, I feel like if the person they had captured had been important and not just some red shirt who I don't even know who they were, I feel like he may not have kept up the charade. Um, I think that he's going to pretend to go along with them. I obviously don't think he's going to continue to go along with them. I mean, something's going to happen. Um, And what he told them about, like, um, Negan and about Maggie, he really didn't tell them anything. I mean, he told them the truth, but what he said was, like, completely a non-answer, like it didn't even matter. Mm -hmm. Um, So it wasn't like he betrayed them or anything. But obviously it's going to come to a head because he's going to choose his people over them. I mean, that's what's going to happen. And, again, we have another crazy leader who is, you know, I'll bet on we, we talked about this, how much it sucks and we'd rather just see survival stories. So, yeah, I mean, I could have done without Pope. I, I don't like this storyline to begin with. I definitely would have rather I don't see Pope from Fallen Skies. We had that discussion, too. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it was just kind of an eh episode. It was sort of boring. I, I agree. I mean, it wasn't bad. It just – and stuff happened, too, so I
1: feel like it shouldn't have been boring, but for some reason I found it boring.
4: You said you did, too.
1: I did. I mean, there. so there are some things I liked about it, and, and we'll get to. I mean, there were some high points that we'll get to. I mean, so I found, much like we talked about last week, at, the lighting is weird in this episode, and it, like, it, it's, the entire thing takes place at night. It's really dark, and everyone's wearing black, and it's lit really weirdly. Like, I felt like I couldn't see anything. It was like a it was like a 1998 X-Files. Couldn't, like, see anything. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, so those were good. And so, I mean, there was that, but I also, yeah, so I found Pope, I found none of these people to be interesting or, like, they're all new people. Only Daryl's the only character we're invested in, right? There's, there's mm-hmm. nobody else in the whole sh- Okay, Dog. I'm really invested in Dog also. And every time Dog, I was like, yeah. oh, my God, if they kill Dog, it's all over, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. But, and, but like, like, I was never worried because, like, Daryl's plot armor is, like 50 feet thick. We know Daryl and Carol are getting a spinoff and as yet untitled, like they have plans for him. We know he's not going to become a reaper. We know he's not going to die. So like, the stakes are very low in this entire storyline, right? We also know that Commonwealth is the main storyline. So I just felt like, why Mm -hmm. are you wasting my time with this? And I I find I was like, okay, a bunch of religious, like religious zealots. Are you kidding me? Like, how many times are these shows... Going to make a group of reli- like, well, we just had Teddy on Fear, who was like some kind of religious zealot, right?
4: We've had. Yeah, but um, he has charisma. Like he was like I liked him. Yes. Like not yes. liked him. I mean he was yes. a bad guy, but like you liked the actor if he made him. You could see sort of why people followed him. This guy's just insane. Yes. And it's another crazy shit like Negan. But
3: well, and, and <laughs> oh, before that we've had like.
1: You know, we had that crazy lady on Fear who kept saying, like, by making you a zombie, I'm going to make you stronger. We had that religious lady on the ranch in Fear in like the first couple yeah. seasons. Well, like, like you're... I just feel like they keep rehashing the same villains over and over again. And as usual, I see no reason why anyone would follow this guy in the first place, right? Because yeah. clearly like he I was have... sticking in tongues. Well,
4: I have a couple, a couple. Other problems with this. First mm-hmm. of all, I really don't see the sure. chemistry between Daryl and this and the Leah. Leah. Okay, first of all, I don't really. That's part sort of the problem. But the other thing is, it was so obvious. I mean, I, I think it was probably obvious to Daryl. They didn't show whether it was, but to me, it was so super obvious that they were setting him up to see if he saved yeah. Leah. And, oh, because yeah. he didn't get burnt, suddenly he can't die. I mean, this thing of saying because these people didn't die, that therefore they're invincible was, like, really stupid. But, um, yeah, I mean, it was totally a setup. You knew it from the beginning that they were waiting to see what he did. I assume he probably was smart enough to figure it out, too, although he would have saved her regardless. But, you know, I, I, yeah. I don't know. I, just, I did not. I, I just found this episode, like I said. I mean, a lot happened, but I just found it really boring. I, I don't know what so, it is because – Daryl is my favorite character. It should not be yeah. boring, but there's just something about, I don't know, the script, it just didn't work for me.
3: It so I didn't so really love,
1: all. I didn't love, so I think Pope is a terrible villain. First of all, yeah. I don't know why everyone has to like, why does everyone on The Walking Dead have to talk like some kind of weirdo who learned English out of reading like like, sixth grade literature textbooks? Like, they give these kind of speeches. They always have an accent. They always have some kind of story. They always, like, run their, like, the governor, Negan, this guy. They're all, like, they're all, like, so one note, right, all these villains. And Mm -hmm. so there was that part of the story where they had been special forces in Afghanistan together, and they come home disillusioned from the war um, and with PTSD and stuff, and so – They become mercenaries, which I've never been in the military, but I was kind of, I'm like, wait, so every single person in this unit, like, all got discharged together and became mercenaries together, and then all happened to be in D.C., whatever. But, so, I I mean, there's some interest in the idea of people who've been through trauma and then, like, enter this really, take another, you know, like, they've got a lot of trauma in their past, and the zombie apocalypse is traumatic, but I was like, okay, it's been, I mean been 10 years so why been they
4: in the focus world? on that like focus right. on them being messed up because of the trauma like that
1: i could see as a story but just following the zealot that it's the, just, the part yeah. where they all like came to follow god while they're in afghanistan and, and like yeah the part where like they were in church and what so here's the part i really didn't get he tells that story how they did the government's dirty work and, and he's like oh the things we did after the fall which of it. That comes into me also, like, what was the Army forced to do? Like, we have seen on the show over the years, like, like all those soldiers that were dead in the armory, like, who killed them? Or we've seen hospitals where, like, this Army came in and mowed down all the people in the hospital. Like, Rick barely survived, right, only because Shane closed the door when the Army came to kill everyone. So that yeah, could be kind there's of like interesting.
4: That, Yeah, there's, like, these little flickers of interesting ideas, but it's like they barrel past what's interesting to get to, I guess, the action, and it's the crazy. What they're to picking, to the crazy. Yeah, and what they're picking is yeah. not the interesting part. Um, no. Yeah.
1: So, so I.
4: So it, I don't know. Yeah. I just had a lot of problems. With so, this, so in, I, I
1: think so. Lee is the only woman in this group, right? As far as I can tell. Um, yeah, I so. Yeah. I, yeah. I also like. I don't understand their motivation. So they. Like, what is the Reapers, like, what is their motivation? Like, they just randomly want to kill Maggie and her people for, like, some reason we don't, like, I don't know. Like, like, how come everyone who lived in the Apocalypse wants to kill everyone, and no one wants to repopulate the planet, right? There's, like, four children have been born since the whole thing started, with as the, far as we with know. With the
4: exception of uh, of the one from uh, Fear, who <laughs> who uh, oh, yeah. who kidnapped the Leisure for that. With the exception of him. Oh, Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, can't, can't forget that. But, yeah, I, I just, like, I don't know, it, like, I don't understand their motivation, any of this. So, yes, I found them very boring for that reason. I think Leah's kind of boring. She's the only woman, I like, there could be, I haven't decided if she's, if she really wants to, like, see. So, Daryl's obviously going to escape, and he's probably going to try to take her with him, right? Oh, i sure. I'm, I haven't decided yet whether she wants to go or whether she'll, like, whether she'll, like, throw Daryl under the bus. Um, because when Daryl met
3: know her. She's
1: pretty high up in this group. I definitely
4: think, got the opinion that she's important the second she's command, right? Yeah. And she is. But yeah.
1: Daryl I mean, met her when right. she was the, alone. He's
4: going to try to turn her. I mean, that's going to be the story. That's going to be the point. Yeah. Will she go with but, him? I don't know. To be honest, well, I don't here's the care. thing. Here's,
3: here,
1: Here's my thought: When Daryl met her, she was alone, and she talked in this episode how I was alone, but like when you guys, when Pope found me, I came back to this family or whatever.
3: And I kind yeah,
1: of so wonder she if was like with them before she met Daryl. Yes, at least yes, that was she was with them in Afghanistan. She said, okay. Yes, she was with them in Afghanistan. Oh, well, he met right. her. She yeah, was apart right. from them. He, she was apart from them, and then she says, she says, you know. When, when Pope found me, when you guys found me, I came and I rejoined my family. So I'm kind of wondering, how did she come to be apart from them? Was she actually trying to escape from them when they found her? She had to just pretend that she was lost and wanted to go back? Or, like, why was she living on her own in the first place? Like, mm-hmm. or she escaped or she just got lost from them somehow or something, right? So there, there's, like, a, there's, I can't decide if she's going to be, like, what that was all about. I also also yeah, I don't understand I don't know. how the Reapers could be based in D.C. and not have known Alexandria was there, and Alexandria not know the Reapers were there, right?
3: Because the writers so just
1: many decided cities cities let's have some new crazy villain. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is uh, yeah. part of my problem here. Is I think they shouldn't have had a twenty-four episode thing arc, and they should have cut out the Reapers and just gone to the, gone to the Commonwealth and told the story that they're telling and not be like, let's do the whole first half of the, you know, we have to have eight episodes of this bologna. I think it will be over. I think these guys will be done with by, by the time we break for the winter because there's just not enough to tell, and there's more that we mm-hmm. want to learn about. I don't know. What do you think? I could be wrong, right? Yeah. Um,
4: I, I I agree. I, I mean, I hope it's not a full season thing, at least not the part with Daryl at any rate. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I'd rather him be on the on the other side with the ones fighting them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I, I I was just disappointed in the episode. It's like I, I was. and we we said this last week that like vegan was actually interesting compared to the rest of the stuff, which is not usually the case. So they, I don't know. I'm just kind of yeah. like I I don't know what to say about this episode because I I just think it was senseless. And yes, it was part of the plot. I don't mean it like that. I just, yeah. I didn't find it interesting. I didn't find it exciting. I just was kind of like, oh, another crazy zealot. Who cares? Type of thing. And,
1: yeah. You know, I I, you know, I am um... don't
4: I, I mean, it's kind of like they're, that's the problem. We've said that before about the the crazy leaders, but it's like it just seems like the same stuff recycled. And part of it is because, yes, yes we're in season 11. They're running out of things to put in it. But yeah. I, I just, I wish they would have spent the, re- like, some of it, at least, more focused on survival, because I remember we used to talk about this show and be like, it's not even about the zombies, you know, it's about the characters, and they're really good, ri- really well-written characters, and it's like, I
1: just feel like, where, where did that go? What happened to the- oh. that show? There were zero zombies. a
4: long time ago.
1: Huh? There were zero zombies in this episode. No zombies in this entire episode.
4: Yeah, but that's not even the problem. We don't necessarily need zombies for it to be a good episode. We need better writing for it to be a good episode. Oh, but it's a you show know.
1: about zombies, right? Like, and we don't. No, you know, no, we, yeah, like, know. we don't even. Um, I, I, there were. I mean, I. It was nice to see Norman Reed. Like, we went through two seasons where Dow almost never even spoke. So it was nice to see Reedus get like yeah. an episode of his own. And and I thought he did, you know, some good work. He, I mean, he's good, right? It wasn't that challenging or that great. Yeah, it wasn't episodes. him that but was Rita's good. Was good. In it, it was the storyline, in my no, opinion. That like, I mean, wasn't. Well, I mean, interesting. I don't think he was great in it. He wasn't given anything to really be great said, with. That's, I, yeah, I did. That's what I mean, he you did, know, did, did, did. I, I did appreciate. Uh, you know, I kind of liked the way. So, like, Daryl was tortured. Daryl was waterboarded, which I, I don't love seeing people waterboarded anyhow, right? Like, that's a reminder to me of like the shitty things our government has done in the past, but. um Like, Daryl is tortured, and I kind of like the way Daryl was very sort of ho-hum about it. Like, like to have survived this long, like, Daryl has been tortured before, he has tortured people before. And he was very, like, sort of just like, you know, I I kind of appreciated the way he was like, all right, whatever, do it. Get over it. Yeah, I, I do um, I feel like this. that. and
4: He still is, like, not going to give them what they want. And that's why I said that is the part that I did like. I did appreciate that, like, he did tell them things. He did tell them the truth. He just told them stuff that was absolutely irrelevant and didn't tell them anything, which has proved, yeah. you know, Daryl's smart. Because, he, I mean, and he's not going to give them anything. But he doesn't want to keep being tortured either. And, obviously, we don't want to see him keep being tortured. But it, it, it was a way that well, he's he gave playing, them what He has to give them
1: something because, I mean, he's – He's right. working them to try to – now, I did think it was kind of – so, you know, there's that part where there's the guy in the next cell who's also captured and being tortured or whatever. I'm not really sure yeah, that French guy was, was. Yeah, I and, wasn't and sure. Daryl I couldn't speak... see him clear enough. Daryl speaks to him and says, like, I don't even know you guys, and I can't believe you. Don't even talk to me. Do you understand? And the guy's like, oh, yeah, I get it, whatever. Like, that whole part where Daryl was, like, speaking to him, at, like, not really in code, but and then the guy gets it and pretends he doesn't know Daryl. Like, I thought that was kind of good, but I also thought, seriously, these are special forces operatives who did, like, multiple tours in Afghanistan and have, like, kidnapped and pushed multiple people, and they don't see through this? Like, it was, like I'm like, these yeah, are pretty, like, inept people. I
4: kind of surprised that they didn't. I mean, I don't know. I, I, I'm still not sure who that guy was. You know, Daryl knew him very well, but... I was kind of surprised like he didn't break and they didn't. Daryl wasn't like calling him a liar and stuff because the fact that Daryl resists is one thing. This other guy, I don't know about. But uh, again, I didn't know who he was. I, it, to begin with, it was a screener. It was dark. I was trying to figure out who it was. I think it was just a red shirt. I don't know. But um, yeah, I, I don't know. I kind of feel like that scene may have been more interesting if it was somebody we knew
3: because mm-hmm. then you would have
4: seen how – they reacted and could they have not told the truth? Would this other person have broke? How would it have affected it? I think that would have been a more interesting storyline than this guy that Daryl can say, oh, I don't know him because he really, as far as we know, really didn't know much about him. So mm-hmm. he didn't get caught, you know, and I'm not saying he, he won't still get caught, but I don't, cause I don't know, you know, what's going to happen, but um, yeah, I just think that would have been a little more interesting if it had been somebody we knew. Like, what if it had been Carol? I think that would have been a really interesting storyline if both of them had been captured and they tried to play them against each other. I mean, they totally would have had each other's backs, and I think they would have been, like, talking to each other without talking. They would have totally picked up on each other's plan. That I would have liked Mm to have seen. But, uh, yeah, Yeah. I I just, it's like they could have went to interesting places with it. Like, the idea wasn't bad. It's the follow-through of some of these ideas. You know what I mean? Like, it's just they're they're not picking the right pieces. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Um, I, one more thing. To me, one of the most BS moments of the whole show, I was like, there is no way dog would choose Leah over Daryl. Like, first of all, can you even remember her? Because it's been like a couple years. And second of all, he is so, I'm like, really? You're making it that like, I mean, it was supposed to be, I get it. It was supposed to be like Leah was still masked and you didn't know who she was. And so she pulls it off. And you're like, oh, that's why dog is sitting next to her, yeah. right? But, like, dog, I mean, we have seen that Dog is not a good listener, like, last week when he ran in the subway tunnel. But, me, but I was like,
4: here, here's my yeah. question, though, and, and maybe I'm misunderstanding this, but Dog, if I'm remembering rightly, Dog was originally Leah's dog, wasn't it? Yes, but he was, like, still a puppy when he went with, when he went with. Daryl. Was he? See, I was thinking he was older or not, because I was going to say, I can understand a dog going back to her if he was originally her dog regardless of how much he liked Daryl, just because I mean,
1: he knew her and trusted her. Yes. No. Leah had the mother dog, and then dog was born, um, and then I guess the mother died at some point, and so he was still a very young dog, I think, when he went off with Daryl. So I get it that dog still liked her and trusted her and knew her, but, like... But he went with like, Really? Yeah. Like, he wouldn't come to Daryl when Daryl called him? I don't know. I was just like... I know that it was a setup to... to because the reveal had not come yet for Leah, right? Um, mm-hmm. So... Anyway, uh, so now he's, like... Uh, he's in the Reapers. doesn't want to be in the Rebirth. It's just so... It was so dumb that they're like, let's set the house on fire. And, like, it was so obvious that Leah was in on it. And then they escaped yeah. by breaking a window... And that's supposed to mean that God, like it was so easy to get out of that house, right? And then they're like, "Oh, God, Pope's like God chose you because you were able to escape from the house, and then you let
3: Leo yeah, go that's first what I said. Because, it's because you."
1: Because these people weren't hurt. That
4: doesn't mean they're invincible. Like, why don't somebody set them on fire and prove it to them? <laughs> like,
5: well, I mean, it, very yeah,
4: he's going to kill that other guy too. The brother or whatever, yeah. yeah. Like he knew he was going to do that. Although I did, wow. I, did like, I did like how Daryl just like had to stand there while he killed him, because you could tell like he was kind of fuming and couldn't say anything. I did I, like he yeah. kind of had some nuances there in his expressions and that. I liked that yeah. um, because you yeah. knew he did, was not okay with that. Um, yeah, he's seen how crazy these people are, so
1: I did like that scene. Yeah, um, but yeah,
4: that, that kind of stuff yeah. was few and far between. So, yeah. I right. we still
1: well, like? I still have to blame Maggie for all this because, like, in the season finale of last year, when, when we met that soldier guy and before he blows himself, himself up, he says to Maggie, Pope has marked you, and then he kills himself, and Maggie still has never told – like, I blame Maggie. Maggie has never told them what she knows, um, right? And, like, I don't know why they follow Maggie without knowing. I don't know why Maggie never told them what they're – like, why did he mark Maggie? What did Maggie do to him? Like, why is he after Maggie, right? And, and like, if they're mm-hmm. all being killed, it's because of Maggie. And it's basically Negan 2.0, right? Like, nobody, mm-hmm. like, they didn't get any information about Negan when they went against him. And Maggie gives no information when they go against, like, it's annoying. Right? It's like the people on Lost never talking to each other or asking any questions. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Yeah.
4: yeah. No, you're, you're right. All right. Well, I think. all this one i don't know hopefully they'll go back to the commonwealth storyline soon um yeah so hopefully next and i don't know i'm curious if next week's about that because i don't see pre i haven't seen it i don't watch it live so i never find out uh i think i i think i have the next episode but i don't i haven't seen it yet so i don't know all right all right and that's the thing too that confuses me is that like they they air these a week ahead on on amc plus and I guess they do that because they're trying to make people pay for AMC+, Plus, and I don't, maybe they're not getting people to pay for AMC+, Plus, I don't know. But
3: it's confusing
4: for me because, like, you have to keep – you're not allowed to talk about spoilers for the weeks ahead, a week ahead. But, yet, right. people are posting about it because people have seen it. So I never understand, like, when I get this up, like, why is it, like, hold it till here because people are already talking about it. So I don't know. But it even makes it more confusing because if you watch what people say online, like, you see both, both streams of people, like, on Twitter and stuff, and it's confusing because there's two different episodes, basically. I think they're, like, the same day, aren't they? I think they have, It's like comes out on Sunday, I think, on AMC Plus. I don't know. I don't watch it Three. ANC+. Yeah, Plus. I think so. I it's have a have whole week early,
1: hours. so I, I think, um, yeah, it's a whole week early, so maybe it's on Sunday. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's just confusing to me.
4: I don't know. I mean, I, I get it. They want people to use that service, but it's like, its I don't know. It just confuses me. All right. Okay. Well, I think that's it for that. Unless you have anything else to add? Nope. That's it. Okay. Well, I'm going to play the first Lucifer clip, uh, and then we'll, we'll continue on with our other shows. Uh, this is D.B. Woodside talking about his favorite memory, and he is, who plays, for anybody who doesn't know, uh, plays a men deal. So let and this is the interview that is up, that I put up today, if people want to read the text of the whole thing. So here we go. Let me, I got to mute, I got okay. to, hold on, I got to put this off the speaker, I always forget to do that. Okay, here we go. So do you have like one memory maybe that just kind of sticks out above all others from the show? Just Not necessarily even a scene, just kind of your favorite, if you think about things that have happened, just that one memory that kind of sticks out to you. Or it could be a scene, just.
5: Yeah. Um, God, there are so many. There really are so many. Um, I have memories of scenes, you know. um, I have a memory of um, all of us in Vancouver um, when we were just this little show that no one knew about. Uh, we were all away from our families, uh, and there was just something really romantic and beautiful about that time. Um, us living up in Vancouver, we were close to the crew. Um, it was, it really was a special time. It really was. It was the, that's, those two years up in Vancouver will be something that I cherish for a long time. Um, you know, I feel like when we got back to L.A., um, everyone kind of fell back into into their lives. And although we still saw each other on set and continued to get close, um, there was just something about all of us being away from home in a romantic, rainy city um, that kind of forced us all to get to know each other as people first Mm -hmm. um whereas I think when you're in LA you get to know people as artists first because you have your lives and so everyday work is over you're going home to your family to your husband your wife your partner your your children um your stuff um and when we were in Vancouver we were all displaced you know um and there's something about that that can sometimes bring out the best in people mm-hmm. and um, forge amazing connections. So, it, so to answer your question, it, it would you know, it would for me, it would definitely be the the first two years, the first two seasons that we spent in uh, beautiful Vancouver.
1: So, are we back?
2: Did we, I think we lost Jamie.
1: I think we lost Jamie. That yeah, was a nice did. little clip there. Yeah, Jamie. I'm sorry we lost her.
2: Hey, you uh, heard, oh, there she is. Let me bring her back in.
1: Yeah, <laughs> okay. I, brought, I, I just, I
4: made it myself. Did you guys hear the end of the interview? I bumped stuff on my phone. It started dialing something. <laughs> no, yeah, no, we heard, no, it, we heard everything. Heard I have
2: one
0: question, okay, though. Yeah, I
4: just got disconnected.
3: I have
2: one question, Jamie. Were you typing yes. as he was talking? You could hear you clicky-clacking on the on the keyboard.
4: I, I didn't During, think I was doing that one, but maybe I was. Sometimes I take notes.
2: While I he's, usually tell them. While, the he's answering, while. Yeah, while he's answering, you can hear it clickety-clack yeah. the entire
4: time. Yeah, <laughs> it was probably, probably was taking notes. They know it, though, but a lot of people, do. you know, you do that while you're doing the interview. It was just mean, funny because I, that I, I was like – I didn't notice it at
2: first, and all of a sudden I was like, wait a minute. I think Jamie's typing while he's talking.
4: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, because I wasn't doing it now, so I don't know. (laughs) I must have been. But, yeah, I was probably taking notes. Sometimes I do that to make sure I I ask the right things. You know, don't forget to ask things or don't re-ask something that's put my Mm -hmm. finger back on. Anyway, at at any rate, I dialed something while I I hit it with my ear. You know, these cell phones should not, like, do that. I hate that. My well, iPhone does that a lot. I bump it with my cheek or my ear, and, like, it starts doing something. <laughs>
1: you need to get on, a, on yeah. a user design panel. Yeah, I guess. Well, uh, i did take taking the yep. speaker
4: off spot.
1: Yep. So, okay, so quickly, um, quickly, let's talk about Roswell. i just bang it out real quick, because I think we don't um, have a ton to say usually about this show. Although I thought this week was better. I thought yeah. it was coherent, um, at least. Which it isn't always. Yeah,
4: um, I thought. Yeah, exactly right. Um, yeah, I thought this episode was, was decent. I mean, we have gotten a little bit too much of the mindscape. We said that last time. I think they've overdone it a bit. But, um, but I, I thought this one was pretty good. I liked that they did the flashback stuff and that they had to kind of follow her memory. I mean, I got that. Um, I was surprised when at first you thought that um, she was the one doing the experiments. Well, I mean, she was. That's not we thought. She was. I'm surprised. But um, yeah. it was nice to find out she wasn't. Although I kind of question, and, and I'm trying to remember what year this was, but would I mean, they? think like in 49. I mean, would, that's what I mean. Oh, they no. I mean, no, no, to, they la- well, no,
1: They landed in 49. By the time they're kidnapped and taken in there, it, maybe it's the 50s? I don't know. Well, cause I'm just wondering if she would have likely
4: been a nurse in that high of a position to be doing experiments in that, you know, like I'm just surprised. Yeah. I don't know, but um, yeah. I, I, I didn't mind that. I, I like that part Um, that, that they did that. I liked that Rosa was able to help in the whole, you know, vibrations. I mean, at least it's made some of it make more sense. Um, yeah. I, I also liked how, um, I always want to, I always keep forgetting their names. Michael and not Kyle, the other guy. What the heck's his name? Alex. 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 I liked how when, while, while, uh, Jones was, was in her head that they kind of like went and stole the, the thing right from under and he didn't even know it, the, the pod and like he wakes up and it's gone. I thought that was funny. And they did have some, um, some good scenes. I thought that um, Michael and Alex's scenes together in this one were good. I started to say I did like that Rosa was part of um, solving the mystery and that, you know, Liz is kind of like, realizes that she needs to listen to her sometimes. I did not like she was irritating the horse with the
1: sound, (laughs) (laughs) though. I
4: kept thinking the horse was
1: going to I'm like, is the horse going to speak? I thought the horse was going to play a larger role because <laughs> they kept showing oh, I don't know it about so much. That, but
4: I thought maybe it was um, going to like get hurt or break out or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
4: but but yeah, I mean, and and I I do think, like I said, I think the stuff with Michael and Alex and um, I want to call it Big Sky. It's not Big Sky, Deep Sky, whatever it is. You know, worked and Deep Sky, I like the yeah. fact that maybe he's going to try to bring. Michael, in on that, like he's going to maybe. It, it sounded like he's going to maybe bring him in to make sure that he's in on what they're doing. Whether or not he'll tell that guy, I don't know. But, um, but yeah, I didn't mind it. I mean, I, I thought it was a decent episode for, for this show. I mean, it's not like it was this fantastic, yeah. I loved it episode, but I thought it was pretty good. Um, and I didn't find myself bored like I did with Walking Dead. Uh, so yes. saying that it was better than Walking Dead, I'm not sure if that's a good compliment but, or a huge compliment. Yeah. But um, I did find this more enjoyable than the episode of Walking Dead this week. So there you go.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, I thought it was decent. I, so I have a problem. My main problem with this episode was the idea that, you know, they kept saying they're experiencing a memory, but they're not. It's it, like it's a memory of a dead person who they don't know. I, I actually, I kind of liked how when they were trying to explain what it's like being in the memory, and somebody used a very old, like eighties metaphor, which I, they said it's like such and such. A, I forget what they said, but then Rose is like, "I don't understand," and and I think Maria says, "No, it's like Dumbledore's Pensieve. It's the Pensieve." Oh, he does. Yeah, it's the oh, yeah. If you, yeah, right? <laughs>
4: think Potter group or something. Yeah, I did like that they yeah. used Harry Potter's reference. Yeah. I forgot about
1: that. Anytime you use so, Harry
4: Potter's reference.
3: Good.
1: Yeah. So so I like that explanation, but I still don't get where they got that like where did Maria and, and Jones get that memory that they're experiencing like they don't have a pen sieve and they don't have somebody's tears to put in there. So I don't really get how they were experiencing. I things. guess um,
4: maybe because they she's related to her and the alien DNA makes her able to see her memories. I don't know, it's a good question because that part yeah. of the script makes no sense.
3: But um, yes,
1: right. Yeah. But but the mindscape, I agree with you. The mindscape was better this week. The way they went through this memory and the way people, you know, and I, like I like the idea that that they see Maria as Patricia and she has to respond correctly, or the memory will like restart. Like I, I thought it was decent. I, it was nice to see Isabel finally like be empowered and own the mindscape. Like we've t- like that's been such a thing. Like, and you and I are so sick of the mindscape, but it was nice to see her. You know, her power gets stronger. And I totally agree with you. One of my favorite parts was seeing um, Alex and and Michael basically rob Jones while he's, like, kind of unconscious. And I I liked it because it was – I liked I liked seeing him have a weakness. Like, it's been annoying to see Jones be almost invulnerable and that our people have no ability to really go against him. And it was nice to see him have a vulnerability that they could exploit and they could get a win because they haven't for a few yeah. weeks, right? So I like that. Yeah. Um, I still hate Jones, and I, I, hate, I hate the way he's being played. And, and so, again, do we blame the actor? Do we blame the director? Do we blame the script? But I want to punch him in the face every single time he's on my screen right now, right?
4: I still find it so complicated. I think that's
1: I maybe lines. the point. That's maybe
4: the I mean, point. I, I get now that they, they explained he needs a new body. That's why he's not aging or whatever. He uses the clone bodies. Like, at least it had a reason. But it still would have been so much easier just to make it that he shoved Max in the damn pod. You know? Well, yes.
1: And also, so what does that mean for Max? Like, he took Max's body. So actually, that was a huge piece of information. We, we learned that he made all these clones to basically make himself live forever because he can jump, he wants to jump into body to body, right? Like he'll go to a new body. Although, I mean, Max ages also, right? Like Max was a child when they landed and he's an adult now. Like his body grows in ages also. So I don't really know what's the point of jumping into a body that.
4: Well, I assume he made a bunch of them and that was probably why, like maybe he just kept making them or kept them on ice or something. And right, like, like forever. K- it's just but but not
1: k- fine. like, but, like, I don't know why he had to get out of the Jones body into Max's. In like was something like Max has a deteriorating heart, and Jones was healthy, right, so why would you take max's yep, body why did he leave his body
4: that's a good question um and you brought probably, the, you brought
1: this up you brought it up a couple of weeks ago, like why do you to steal Max's body when it's identical to your body, like he <laughs> He, he is Max. He's a clone. Yeah. So why do you, why do you yeah, take Max's like body? He, if
4: he was dying and Max wasn't, it would make sense.
1: But they're they're both is dying.
4: The age. So, Max is and dying, he's and he's sick. not. Right? Well, he's not now, but I don't think. I think he saved. He healed him. But but yeah, I mean, it makes no sense. Like, what is the point of this? I there it, and that's why I said it would have made so much more sense if they're just like, well, he shoved him in the pod, and he looks like him, so he's taking over his identity like yeah they gave a reason but what is the point now because you're right A Max is six and B they're the same age so how does yeah. this help him in any way I don't know it's like if he, um, if he was like,
1: like was old if he was like old man Jones and getting like old and decrepit and wanted the younger body like that would make sense to me um, mm-hmm. yeah so I don't really get why he, why he had to steal Max's body at all and Max will be in the Jones body which doesn't have a dying heart, and, like, couldn't Max just be – like, it doesn't really matter. Like, just leave him in the body. Just kill him and Max can have the Jones body. What's the difference, right? Like, like yeah, do that's they true. have to switch Did back? Do they
4: even have to switch back? Yeah, especially if he's more healthy and stronger and has better, you know, mental abilities or whatever.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Except except for the weirdness that Max is Michael's father, right? Like, that's kind of – I mean, he's not. The dictator is. It's just that Max is a clone the of the dictator.
4: Jones
3: is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah the I'm baw- sorry, that you
1: and
4: it. Yeah. But I, I don't think any of this was in the original. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure none of this was yeah. in the original story.
1: So. Yeah. So I think my favorite couple is Alex and Michael, if I had one, which I don't care that much. But we've talked a lot yeah, about, kind of about the same. how yeah. you especially don't like Max and Liz, and I don't particularly care about them either. I mean, I, I like Rosa better than a lot of the people. Yeah, I do. And Alex and Michael you kind of want to root for, right?
4: Yeah, he's the underdog. But yeah, I think that his to me, his and Alex relationship brings the most true of any of them. I Yes. So yeah, I mean yeah. which surprises me that I think that but it does. I mean I I liked him and Maria before, but that was only for a little bit, so Yeah. You know, I mean but yeah, I'm not really a Max Liz shipper per se in the show. I mean I'm not like against them. I just don't think it's all that interesting I, I, so I don't know I, I just missed miss yeah. the original show at one point I yeah. think I'm going to go back and watch the original although I probably I've like never it seen it them older I feel like it was more mm-hmm. like you know most yeah. of stuff on CW it's for a younger audience but I feel like it was I mean they were in high school it was more for an even younger audience but I liked it a lot yeah on, you know so I don't yeah. know but um so but, yeah I, I don't we, know I'm just yeah. curious if this is going another season or not
1: I don't, I don't know. know. I, I mean, it's, it's so you know, crazy.
4: I, all, all the CW shows aren't always the best written, and that's not to say they aren't well written sometimes too. I mean, some of them are better than others. But I just, I'm curious if it's going to get another season. It was definitely doing, I thought, better last year than it is this year. Yeah, just like and we've I'm, got a I'm big curious how much they screwed up forty four hundred. I want to know how much they screwed up forty four. I know. I want to watch that also. That was yeah. such a good show. That was a great show. It. They didn't we'll need to remake we'll it. See. They should have written a sequel because that show never should have been canceled in the first place, but that's a whole other issue. And I'm just thinking right. now they made it into a CW show, they probably screwed it up. But we'll wait and see. I'm jumping the gun.
1: We'll, we'll cover at least the premiere. Anyway, I, yeah. you know, I could say more about, about the show, but it's not necessary. Let's jump and get into surreal estate and move on, from, get that done too. Right? Yeah. Which was yeah. a better Why don't
4: I, um, episode. Since I didn't see what if, let me play another clip. Because I have a total of three clips. So I'll let me play, play, um, play clip. Do, do, please another do. clip and then we'll watch your state. Okay. Yep. I will play okay. another, the other one from DB. We'll just keep it together and then I'll play Kevin at the end. I okay. Love this DB is him time. talking about the musical. Yeah. Cause I had asked everybody about the musical episode. Okay. Here we go. So um, I wanted to first, if you could talk about um, doing the musical episode and kind of your singing and dancing, cause it seems like it'd be a lot of fun, but also would be kind of nerve wracking. At least to me, it would be. <laughs>
5: Um, it was a bit nerve wracking, but it's, but it's something that I think we were all excited to do, um, uh, just to kind of mix it up, uh, and, you know, throw something different in the canon. Um, uh, it was great. I, 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 really enjoyed it. Um, I wish we had done one more, uh, uh, for the, for the final season, but, um, I think it, it was just too short. And with the, all the COVID restrictions, uh, there was just no way that we were going to be able to make that happen but um i had a blast and um i actually had a blast and and it was so much fun uh to to be able to do that number with um rachel all
4: right that was the end of his so um and like i said people can read that the rest on the site if they want to see the or read the rest and um we'll talk about surreal state and then play the clip clip from um Kevin Al- Alejandro, um, you know, I just have to say the more I'm listening to him, like he needs to do that call map or whatever. He's got like an awesome voice, doesn't he?
1: He does, yeah. I wonder if he does any voice work.
4: I'm not even sure. I should know that, but I don't, I'm not There's even a sure. a lot of actors do, he right voice. and you're
1: not aware yeah, of it. Yeah. But
4: yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. All right. So,
4: cool. We will talk about the real estate now. And I have to be honest. Usually I at least look it up before we start talking about it so I can see which one it is. And I did not do that. Okay. This is about. Um, okay, I see. I, I, this I is the one that's about. That's about Susan. Um, is her name. Su- I, I keep now. I keep thinking her of her at the wrong Who's name it? because you yes, say the wrong yes, name every name. damn time. Susan. Her name is Sarah's Susan. Character. Yeah. And, and this is where you were saying something, and I was like, oh, yeah, you know, she's psychokinetic in that, because I knew this episode was coming up, and they'd explained it a bit better, um, but you hadn't seen it. Yeah. They do show that, yeah, she's had these powers since she was a kid, and that this surprisingly, this family kind of knew about it. Um, and and obviously, in, in this episode, it, it becomes invaluable, because she saves her friend's life. I thought this
1: one was, was pretty cool, I,
4: and I, I really liked how they had, like, the, the I guess you could call it shotgun wedding at the very end with, with father Fidd. like, do you take her? Yep. Yep. And then it like fixed it, which was kind of silly that it, 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 it got rid of the curse, but I don't know. I like this one. It was more of a one-off, but, um, but I, but I like the storyline, although this does more, if tell me if I'm wrong, I don't want to go too far into it in case, but this does set up the finale as well. Um, well, I think so. Yeah. August is missing in this one, right? I
1: want to make sure yes. I'm,
4: Well,
1: so I I don't know that he's missing, but at the end of it, he sends a bunch of text messages, that say, he he says, like, we misunderstood the house, I'm afraid, you know, and then they go to the house, and the last thing that happens is the house, like, kicks Luke away from the door, and he, like, falls in, he's he's bleeding from the nose, and everybody else is like, what should we do, what should we do, and yeah, August's inside the house somewhere. That's
4: what I mean. He's not really missing. They yeah. know he's in the house. But
1: yes, August... Well, he's August. missing. Okay. Yeah, he's not missing. Um, That's what I said. He's so, really missing,
4: missing. I'm calling him missing. Um, so
1: yeah. And um, they had just Rich. had this big success, right? There's this subplot where Rita put gives them six houses that she can't sell. And she's like, can you... And mm-hmm. they there's this little quick subplot where they move these six like possessed houses really quickly, and they're doing really great. Um, but yeah, there's this whole... The main thing is Susan and her friend. Um, Mm -hmm. I thought it was a pretty decent storyline. I thought the resolution came a little about a little too quickly. Um, It it was a lot of character development for Susan, I think was really what this episode was about
3: because Uh
1: they really spend a lot of time with this family and they talk a lot about how Susan's like, I practically grew up here they're really my family. I'm, like, their other daughter, like, my – like, she doesn't really get into it, but it seems like maybe she was making herself scarce around her own house and spending all of her time at her friend's house, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Um, they don't really get into it that much. Um, I, I thought it was resolved a little too quickly. So at the end, Luke's like, I have an idea. Just get married. And I'm like, wait, but the ghost is going to kill her before she gets married. And so I don't understand how getting married – super quick the day the night before really like Well I, I think don't the point really is understand why they had that to worked. keep the ghost
4: I I mean I guess. My understanding was like before they would always die before the wedding. So the point was they had to keep them safe until the wedding and then it was safe because then the curse was broken because it couldn't it couldn't happen again because they were already married. At least that's I mean that was kind of the yeah, gist why couldn't of it. the ghost
1: just kill her on the spot? Like I don't get why it couldn't, could but kill I guess her. they were saying because
4: they were all there, they could prevent that. But yes, I see what you're saying. I definitely see what you're saying. But that was my understanding. It's just let's do this right away and we'll protect you guys to make sure you don't get killed in the process. Like if they had waited, she would have gotten killed, I guess. Um, which which yeah, I agree with you. It was kind of a weird way to, to, to fix it. But I like like how they did it like i thought it was cute how they brushed and had it and they called him in and i i don't know i, I just thought it i i liked it but yes it was definitely a, a little i'm not sure that it necessarily made sense that it took care of the yeah. curse but um yeah i don't know well, I, because I, I, I mean it's a twenty minute episode you know they can only fit so much yeah. but i did like the, the ghost movie. the husband what was the husband's name leon
1: i think was his name his great 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 grandmother or whatever had put this curse on, right? Or somebody had put a curse on. And, and it does seem like early in the episode that they talked about how the bro- Priya, the bride, had had a lot of accidents. And it was like the ghosts were trying to kill her by accidents. But later the ghost became much like the ghost tried to strangle her with her corset, right? Like which also I was like, mm-hmm. well, why doesn't it just rip? There's no strangle her, but... but
4: squish her, yeah.
1: Well, astixiator. Asphyxiator.
4: Yeah,
1: a um, That's a better yeah. Yeah. Um, So it was becoming more aggressive and more deliberate in trying to kill her as the wedding date got closer. And, and, yeah, so I just don't really get why it wasn't able to really strike out and and what our people really did to protect her, which was staying around. I mean, okay, so
3: really, Susan,
1: Susan, like, I mean, Susan had some ability. Like, Susan caught the knife earlier in the episode, right? Like, Mm -hmm. Susan caught the knife when it it closed her corset
4: or whatever with yeah undid it i forget she lifted or undid it but used her, yeah. her psychokinesis to do that so that's why i said that yeah. her power really came into play because they needed her but um but yeah, yeah i i mean I, I think it's what you said is that before it would always be like quote-unquote accidents that happened maybe because they were paying attention and more proactive that's how they were able to stop it but that does yeah. sort of make it seem a little less dire i guess in that yeah. sense but, so it yeah, was just I, poorly I
1: explained. It was just poorly explained to me why it worked to get married tonight, but not tomorrow. Like, what the Like, like it just made no sense to me. I think the whole point of it was they really wanted to show Phil, Fred, Phil, the priest, the Phil. former priest, Phil. Phil in action, because it is true that unless you are, I mean, I, I don't know, I'm not a priest, but I'm pretty sure that even priests that quit being a priest. Still have the ability. You're still ordained, and still have the ability to perform a sacrament. Yeah. Like yeah, I, think so. I knew, I yeah. knew, I knew this guy who who stopped being a priest to get married, but he always had his stuff with him. And like there was a car accident, and he stopped at the side of the road and like bless this person or whatever, right? Like they still have that ability to do that. Um, they're yeah. not supposed to, but in this kind of emergency situation where you got to get married before the ghost kills you, it's totally okay.
4: Yes. Although, to be fair, you don't have to be a priest to marry somebody. I mean, anybody can be ordained, too. So that might be part of it. I don't know. But uh, well, I mean, might be part of how you yeah. maintain that. Blessing somebody is different than, well, I guess in a way, officiating the, the a marriage is kind of blessing it if you're a priest. But I, I'm just saying, like, officiating a marriage isn't exactly the same thing. Like, it doesn't have to be well,
3: well, religious, I mean,
4: you know? It, but it established was
1: established really in the episode. Right. It was established in the episode that they are Catholic and we're having a Catholic wedding. Like it was, they, they made a point right, right. of no, saying. No, no, yes.
4: I don't mean in this episode. I mean in general. I was just saying, yeah. like, you don't necessarily yeah. have to be a priest to officiate a wedding. But um, no. yeah, they're like, let's look at him. Yeah. So yes, I agree. It, yeah. it was it. It was a way for them to use him, but I don't know. That being said, like I said, I know I agree with you. It was a little quick, but I did like this. Um, I, I mean, I, I still. Yeah,
1: I still enjoyed it. I mean, I. They le- I mean, Susan has had the most character development of any character on the show, except maybe Luke, but I think even more than Luke. I think Susan is the most developed character on the show. And she got another episode, really, that was about her. Um, I was, actually, I was very confused in the beginning. In the very beginning when they're at the, like, bridal shower and Susan is talking to the mother, I thought Susan was friends with the mother at first and not the daughter because I thought I know. the mother so. and Susan, right? I, I thought the age yeah. of the actresses was more similar, and I thought she's friends with the mom, and that the daughter—you do- know—she just known the daughter, and then sometimes she's best friends with the daughter. I'm like, wait. So I thought, you know, the, these these three very attractive youngish actresses—it was a little hard for me at first to figure that out. Um, but again, it, it becomes a big Susan episode, and, and she's she's becoming my favorite character. I like her. Um, yeah. The other part of the episode did speak to Luke and Megan really a little bit, but mostly what's going on with the house. I, I like Luke and Megan less and less. I think as the season goes on together, I just don't really. It's funny because I, I sort of really bought early on in the season that he was attracted to her and he liked her and they started dating, but to me they're they're it, it's not it's weakening to me in the last couple episodes. They're not, I don't know. They have less time together on screen. Like, they only were on screen together, like, for a minute this week, two minutes, I don't know, right? Maybe that's the problem. They're They're not not seeing them together enough.
4: uh, I I, I agree. They're not showing them a lot. Um, But, I mean, that's because they had, you know, it depends on the episode, the story they had to have. As you said, it was was fast as it was. So they didn't really have time, I guess, to put their, their relationship in it a whole bunch as well. Um, there, there is some more, I will say, in the finale with the two of them um, that you will get mm-hmm. to see. Um, but, uh, but, yeah. Um, so you've and, seen the finale. Was, yes. And, well, it doesn't really help. I was going to say, you can watch the finale. You have the screeners. But this doesn't really help you now, does it? Yes. All <laughs> right. So <laughs> I don't,
1: I don't want to ask you. I don't want to ask you. I'll just speculate myself. Um, August sends a text message that says it's not a way out, it's a way in right, or it's not a way in, it's a way out? It's not a way in, it's a way out? No, it's not a way out, it's a way in. Yeah. I mean,
4: I, we I have been... speculations at this point, too. I won't tell you whether you're right or not, but I will tell you whether your speculation right. was the same I as mine. I mean, I'm just thinking... It probably was, but go ahead.
1: Well, like, like, we've called it a hell mouth once in a while in our discussions mm-hmm. of it, and I have always thought of it as a door that would let demons out into the house and into the world, right? And the idea mm-hmm. that it maybe is really a way in, and maybe demons are attracted to the house because they want to get into hell or they want to get into whatever's there or whatever. Um, If I've understood it correctly, I could have got it backwards, but whatever... He said said, it's not a way out, it's it's a way in. It's not a way in, it's a way out. out. Yeah, yes. That that could be be the other way. way. That could be the other way. It's not a way into our world, it's a way out of our world, could be what he means, right? Like, we don't really know what he means by that. But... Right. right. So
4: I will what, just say that what really? I was thinking was kind of in line with what you're thinking. And that's all I'll say. I won't say one way or the other yeah. whether it was right or not. But I was definitely in that line of thought.
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, yes.
3: what it means uh, is, like, whatever we
1: 20 thought 20 we knew about that, whatever we thought we knew about that is wrong. Right? <laughs> and, he, yeah,
3: exactly. and the question is, exactly. is he
1: trapped? But it does... It, it really, to me, I was like, oh, that's I, I like I love that because it starts to explain why so many demons are attracted to that ha- like why the roadie wanted to get there and why why mm-hmm. jerk mother wants to be there and why everybody's like they're trying to either like it, it's obviously a portal in one direction or the other. I guess I hope August will be okay. I assume he'll be okay. I assume they won't kill him at the end of the season. Um, yeah. yeah I won't say um, anything. I thought. I mean, I personally, personally, if someone has to get killed, I would like it to be Megan because I just see less and less value in her character the last few weeks. Maybe because they're not like they invested so much in her to a point. In the last two weeks, she's not really. I'm just not seeing her and Luke as a viable couple anymore. Um, And I I don't know. She's starting to be a little. Yeah, I don't know.
4: I think maybe they just didn't. I mean, my guess is maybe they just didn't have time for that in this episode yeah. because it was so no other. Yeah, much it's other a one-hour show.
1: On. There's not that many of them. Um. Yeah, and yeah. it wasn't the main story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they go so like anyway.
4: There is about their relationship in the in the final episode. I'll just say I don't think that's mm-hmm. a spoiler to say that. Um. But okay. um, I will have up uh Marie Steenwitz, uh interview. I'm I'm hoping I was hoping for it today, but. since, I had more panels and crap today. So probably oh, tomorrow, part? um, that exclusive will be up. And then, um, the one with, with Camille, who plays Megan will be up before the finale. Um, Oh, good. I'd, I'd like to, like to see kind see of previous that. To so, yeah. Yeah. That'd be yeah. great. I so I want to um, read
3: that. Yeah.
4: At least I, I, you know, I should say that. And I'm thinking, wait, I said that is there spoilers maybe after the finale, it'll either be up before or after the finale, but it'll be up Friday. because <laughs> if there are spoilers. I always forget sometimes. All right. Cause I tend to be someone who asks specifics, you know that. So, um, yeah, but that will be coming. Um, and his cool. Probably tomorrow. Um, yeah. Great. And so that's that. And we'll talk about the finale next week. And um, also, obviously, uh, I will have um, Kevin Alejandro's uh, Lucifer interview up soon as well, yes. as well as the second part of uh, Ildi's interview and also Amy Garcia. I'm trying to kind of spread them, but I don't want to go too far after, you know, after right. the uh, – final season airs, but they do drop it all at once. But I wanted to wait a week for the second half of Ildi's interview just because it is – the second half is pretty much all us talking spoilers. So that's why I was waiting, mm-hmm. even though I'm allowed to post that I was waiting. But um, but people can read um, D.B.'s interview, and it does have spoilers for his character. So, you know, read it. But if you want to watch the episodes first, please do that. Um, and next week I will talk about uh, the finale, the final episode, kind of what I thought. Um, I had some discussions in the Discord channel about that. I waited until I waited everybody got to see some of it live. and um, So yeah, we'll, we'll have some discussion. I don't want to say anything for people who haven't seen the end, but but we'll get there. All right. Cool. Well, let me um, play the final clip that I'm going to play yeah. tonight, and then um, I'll play cool. some from Ildi's interview next week. I just put, both of Kevin's that were good that I decided to pick were together, so I just left it in one clip. Um, it's Talking about... Uh, some, some pranks on set. Um, I, before I play that, I was just going to say, uh, I do want to, I'm sorry that I did not get to watch What if? Let's we'll talk about That's that. Okay. But I just have not gotten the chance, but I'm going to watch that and go see the movie, too. All right, let me, whoops, i lost where the clip. Here we go. Here's Kevin Alejandro, who plays Dan. So, um, the one thing I wanted to talk to you about is, um, now, obviously, you didn't actually, they didn't actually show you flying, but when Amenadiel picks you up like you're going to fly. Was that hard to film without cracking up? That's <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, everything we do on our show is hard to film without
4: cracking up. <laughs> we are such a bunch of pranksters and jokesters that, it, you
3: know, sometimes the director is a pretty, have to be like, guys, We
0: have to finish the scene. You're having too much fun, <laughs> you know? Uh, but yeah, you know, we always like, you know, for lack of better words, busting each other's balls on that set. Um, And, uh, yeah, it was great, you know, every, every little quirky moment like that, we, we, uh, we strive for, we thirst for. So when we get them, we want to live in them forever and make, you know, make fun of ourselves.
4: Right. So who's the biggest prankster on set then? And is there like a crazy prank that somebody pulled?
0: It's got to be Lauren. I think Lauren's got the the most devious mind out of all of us. As 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 straightlaced as she may seem, she is not. Um, uh, yeah, you know, I, there was, a, there was a, we were still shooting in Vancouver, and we come down to LA to shoot a couple of scenes on the beach. Um, and we were all staying at this hotel next to the beach down in Santa Monica. Um, and I was like, Hey, this is, this is a perfect opportunity. I'll just, um, the hotel supplied bicycles and locks. So I took my, I I got a bicycle from, from the hotel and I rode myself down, down the, the the bike path and and ended up at base camp and it was all great and beautiful. Um, and then by the end of the night, I came back to get on the bike and it was gone. (laughs) And I was like, Oh my God, Oh my God, someone stole this bike because you know, three months prior to that in Vancouver, I just brought my bike to set, rode it for the first time. And it was, I was outside of my trailer. And By the time I'd gone to rehearsal and come back, someone had stolen it and I never saw it again. It was my favorite bike ever. And so all of a sudden all these emotions started coming back and I'm like, oh shit. And now it's not even my bike. It's the hotels. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? Um, and they come to find out there's Lauren in her trailer filming me
3: <laughs>
0: go crazy. Filming me go crazy, lo and behold, the bike is in her, her trailer. And she had, stu- she had called the hotel
2: told saying, that.
0: hey, I'm Lauren German, um, and uh, my, my, my co-star is on set right now, but he forgot the combination to his bike. Um, is there any way <laughs> to give it to me so that I would – and they were like, oh, yeah, sure. But so she got the combination from the hotel, stole the bike, and then filmed me going crazy.
4: That's funny. You're lucky though that it wasn't really like some fan that called the hotel and made that up though. At least at least oh, it was, at least exactly. it was really her, right? <laughs>
0: exactly. Right. Yeah. But so, that's just the beginning. Like she's all she's full of all kinds of crazy <laughs>
4: stuff. Yeah, you definitely would, wouldn't think that seeing her character. All right. Well whoops. Back on speaker. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, so that was Kevin. Okay. Well, since I did not see what if, I will disconnect, um, and I will try to catch up next week, and also uh, go see Ten Rings, because I still have not Shang-Chi, unfortunately. Yeah. Not, see, do that either. Yes,
1: and then okay. more PCA
4: panels. At least there's only one set of PCA's left.
1: It goes on forever.
4: Yeah, it seems to all right.
1: alright. No, but it's cool.
4: Okay, guys. Well, all right, have cool. a good night. Good have day. A good I never talk to you anymore. I right. think <laughs> like, he's so fine. <laughs>
3: Okay, no, we'll watch right? that's I watch that's the shows. you watch Yeah, I know.
4: That's my fault so I don't watch it. All right, guys. So well, I'm the gonna go. Have a good night. Talk about American right. Horror Story and and What If, and I'll chime in on What If next week. All, All right.
1: right? Okay. Bye. Good night, night, okay. yep. night Jack. Hi, AJ. Hi, Stranger.
2: Hi. How are you?
1: I'm good. <laughs> How are you? It's so good to have you back.
3: <laughs>
1: um. So I guess uh, we'll – I think we usually like to take a what-if first because it's a little quicker, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah, let's do what-if right. first.
1: All right. All so, right. So let me go first because I'm not a comic book person. And typical of what-if, I I, um, I watched it. You know, I enjoyed it. But I later found out that there actually was a Marvel comic that had zombie, Avenger universe, mm-hmm. or something to yes. that effect, right? Um, yes, there is. So I, I'm kind of really liking it. All there, so all this what if is based on a what if com. Is it a what if comic book series, or I mean, they're just sort of taking it yeah. from
3: yeah, yeah,
1: uh, What if kind of stuff? Yeah, no, it's
2: it's there's actually a comic series called What If. So okay. there's there's lots of source material to pull from, but they could you know it's it's they can pull from the source material, but at the same time with the universe they've built in the movies, they can kind of make up their own what if, which is what yeah. they've kind of done. But there's ideas that they can pull from it specifically, like the zombie apocalypse, you know. Um,
3: yeah.
2: And Marvel so, uh, zombies so- actually. Marvel Zombies is actually its own comic run. Like there's actually, you know, it's not even a what. If, the zombies aren't, isn't even a what if. It's it's called Marvel Zombies.
1: It's like a just. So. A, it's not a what if. It, it happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I so I'm gonna let you talk in a sec, but I I have to say, told me there's gonna be a what if where there's a a zombie universe or some of these these tend to be like different. Realities right so there's a there's a reality or a branch or whatever where this happens. I would have said like that is so stupid. I can't believe they're doing that. I actually kind of really liked this episode. I thought it was good and fun. What did you think?
2: um there was a lot and of fun you, stuff it, in it have you Have you ever seen um um zombie land?
1: Yes, yes I have
2: okay. Did you catch the the? All right, there's all kind there's all kinds of Easter eggs in this episode. Some of them I caught, some yeah. of them I read online later. But when Peter Parker is doing the survival guide, the way he starts it with a, like that cartoon figures and everything, that's yeah. how Zombieland starts. They totally, that took, like they totally took that right from, kind of from Zombieland. Like yeah. Yeah, they totally took that from Zombieland, and also. That little, there was a little, I caught this right away. I was like, oh my God, that's like uh, Josh Whedon's thing. You, you know how jo- Josh Whedon has mute, mute, um, uh, what the hell, uh, mutant, mutant Enemy? enemy and, he, and he's got the little thing that yeah. goes at the end of the, you know, the "grrr" arg, and, and you see the little zombie going across?
3: That was in yeah.
2: Peter Parker's intro to the zombie survival guide.
3: <laughs> so oh, there was really? like a little shout out one. to Josh Whedon there. Oh, nice. Yeah,
2: I totally caught that immediately. I didn't catch that. I should um, have
1: I now I I but,
2: but yeah, there was lots of lots of fun stuff like that um throughout the episode. Like there was one thing I didn't catch that I read about later when Bucky and Cap are fighting and he splits zombie Cap in half with a shield. He said mm-hmm. I guess it's the end of the line because in uh, First Avenger, Cap and Caps and Bucky say, you know tell each other all the time they're like i'm I'm with you to the end of the line, that's like their thing,, no. so for Bucky to, uh. say, yeah, I didn't catch that no yeah i yeah, I didn't catch that. I read about that later,
1: I didn't catch that i mean so. my so I mean, I've seen all these movies, I think my attention to the detail is not where yours is being a being a comic person um. That's all great. I, I mean, I, I thought it was really decently done. I mean, so so we could pick it apart and say like, why can they bite Hope? Like the zombies bite like giant Hope, right? Hope turns into like Hope is more of a an yeah. ant man than a wasp, almost in this episode, right? But like Hope is bitten by zombies, but the Hulk when he gets bitten, he's not. At the first time he gets bitten, the Hulk, the Hulk. I mean, we see Hulk get bitten in his arm. I mean, he's still, like, part Banner, part Hulk, right? And he throws it off and doesn't become a zombie. Eventually, the Hulk gets well, killed by zombies, I guess, in this episode. Well, uh, we don't I mean, know what
2: happened to the Hulk because we don't see that. But it didn't break his – that's the no, thing. It, but, no, when, but, they, when they bit him, it didn't break his skin.
1: Earlier so in the episode really when, when he quit. When they bite his arm and he says, oh, thanks, big guy, and he doesn't, and then Banner goes on to continue to be Banner for another, he gets bitten earlier in the episode, but he says, thanks, big guy. And I guess they don't, but that's why he says, right?
2: Right, that's why he says, thanks, big guy, because if he he hadn't transformed into the Hulk, Banner would be totally toast.
1: (laughs) So it is now established for me that, that the Hulk has thick skin. (laughs) That they can't (laughs) wait. You didn't know before. uh, (laughs) I am, you know, I I kind of, I I like the way they had so many Avengers and that they, that they kind of fell one by one to the zombies. And, you know, the story does actually say that, like, had the Avengers not come it could have been better, right? Like, and he's not, I mean, so Thor, Thor doesn't, Thor's not in this one. Thor's still off world or whatever, but we have the bulk of the, we have, we have, um, Black Widow, we have Hawkeye, we have Cap, um, we see Sam, Bucky, most of them are in this. Most of the voices are in this, although somebody like Sam never speaks, and Hawkeye never speaks, right? But they are in it. Um, Maybe they go,
3: grr. <laughs> uh, but,
1: I mean, I like that they had them all, and we got down to this core group at the end. It's Spider-Man. Um, I really was kind of surprised at the way they brought Wanda and Vision in, which was kind of cool. Um, although Vision is kind of... I mean, Vision lets us down. Vision's, I don't want to say Vision's a bad guy, but Vision lets us down. And this is the second week in a row... That Hank Pym is a creator of problems, right? Like he's the outright villain last week, and he's the cause. He's the person that brought the zombies through this week.
2: Um, I mean, t- unintentionally, yes.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess it's not looking good for Hank Pym in the future of the MCU. Um, I mean, I'm like, I liked it. I. And the ending of it was kind of, you know, a little bit not definitive, um, which I kind of liked also about it, right? Like it sort of ends. Yeah, well. In a way that, that was
2: one thing I kind, kind of I, one one thing I kind of didn't, like, didn't like. it. Um, was the ending actually? Um, you know, I I kind of I liked that they're like, oh, we're going to get to Wakanda and we're going to save everyone, and then you see inside Wakanda everybody's already been turned and Thanos is in Wakanda and that's why I kind of was yeah, like Thanos,
3: yeah.
2: what's what's Thanos doing there and
1: well and it, and it was zombie Thanos did, right it was it was a zombie Thanos
2: right yeah yeah it was zombie Thanos and it was kind of like how, my thing was kind of like how did he get the kind- I you know I, I mean there's a you know a couple questions like, how, the, how did he yeah. get the all the stones except for the mind stone which they were on their way to wakanda with
1: yeah but he had the whole
2: with the how i was kind of curious how he gets the mind stone or the 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 time stone considering things didn't go as the way they did in the movies you know so he would have had well, to have he, come across even, at a different time
1: yeah and how he becomes a how he even becomes a, a like at least all the avengers I mean, Thor's not in it, but the Avengers pretty much are all humans with either, you know, powers or whatever. And so I could see how the zombie, they're fundamentally humans, and that's how they become a zombie. Like, you know, right. that's why Vision is immune. I mean, Wanda, how'd she get bitten? That's kind of silly, but they all got bitten. But Thanos is not human and is very powerful. And so how does, like, whatever, we don't even need to... Like, you yeah, know. I don't have
3: a and problem with the fact that he was just turned...
1: Lucky.
2: It was kind of, Can my, come, my thing was there? kind of like, why is he, he there? The it was kind of my thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because not yeah. for nothing. Why is he there? He doesn't, he doesn't even need to be there anymore because the entire planet is zombified, so he doesn't need to wipe out yeah. half the population.
1: Yeah. Why would he even come there? Um. Um. Every, yeah. Everybody else and, already lived there. Everybody else was human and lived on Earth. Yeah.
2: Exactly. Um, um, oh and one thing about Vision and Scarlet Witch I thought it was kinda interesting that they flipped the script on them because, you know, in the in the
3: Oh yeah. Regular MC yeah. the
2: MCU he's the one that dies and Scarlet Witch is the one that's, you know, dealing with his death, whereas in this she's you know, in this case she's a zombie, didn't really die per se, but she's, you know, essentially dead. Um, and he can't bring himself to, you know, to live without her even though she's a zombie
1: I mean, the worst part of this whole episode, and I don't mean it being dead. I mean the worst person is Vision who lured humans there to feed her um, and then yeah. he actually, like we see T- T'Challa is missing part of his leg because Vision has been slowly amputating people's bodies to feed her like a little chunk at a time um, Yeah, and that
2: actually is, is straight insane. out of the comic. Oh yeah, that's act, that's actually yeah. T'Challa being amputated is straight out of the comics.
3: All right,
1: so for you, like a comic reader, that was sort of a great moment to see that, right?
2: Yeah, it was. Yeah, um, that was I mean, definitely that's great, a. Uh, but... Yeah, I know what you mean. That
1: <laughs> was just for another me, one I was of those. Like, like, Holy Easter, shit! Right? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Yeah. Um,
3: so. Yeah,
1: I, I mean, I did. I enjoyed. It. I thought the animation was actually pretty good, and I thought the zombie animation, well, and mostly we didn't see that many like human zombies, just sort of a horde. But the Avengers zombies were kind of cool looking, I thought, especially Captain America. He did a really good job with, I thought.
3: Yeah,
2: and you know what, what's funny was um, when uh, when Hope um, was like, "I'm gonna, you know, sacrifice yourself for them to, you know, to get them into the compound." I kept thinking, as soon as she let them go and put them over the fence, I thought, "Okay, shrink yourself, shrink yourself, shrink yourself," because yes, yeah. I was like, "That's not." I, and then you know, that's and then the you see her thing. fall over, and I'm like, "I was like, this is gonna come back to bite them. <laughs> she, that's not gonna be good." I was like, "You have giant zombie hope." <laughs> so and sure enough, it did. Part,
1: that was interesting part of these zombies where we saw the zombie Avengers exhibit their powers many times like we saw zombie there was a zombie ant-man in the early part of the episode before his head gets chopped off right and he did get larger and smaller and we saw like zombie cap and like they all like have their powers their abilities which to me is something that I'm not used to because I watch other kinds of zombie shows where they're shambling brainless idiots but in you, yeah. the, the zombie Avengers can still – zombie happy, which, oh, my God. I, happy being a. I I was just going to say. the happy zombie.
3: I was
2: just going to say. But the best part about happy was before that when he said, pow, 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 pow. Are you saying yeah. pow, pow? <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> that was so great. Um, That was great. But when he zombified, he still has the presence of mind to use the glove, right?
3: Yeah. Um, yep.
1: Which was kind of cool. Um, and speaking of zombie, speaking of happy, and and Sharon gets zombified also, or really just gets eaten. Um, they got almost all the voices for this episode. They had almost everyone, except of course they didn't have Steve Rogers, and they didn't have um, Spider-Man. Right? Like Tom Holland for some. Reason. Yeah, Tom you know, Holland. Yeah. Doing these.
3: Well, uh, I get the whole. And-
2: I, I, I understand why Tom Holland because technically he's under contract with Sony. Yes. So yeah, I correct. Yeah. Why? He, Sony he, he, yeah. But everybody else was the voices and, and except, you know, yeah. The zombies. I mean, they didn't they had, except for um, Ger and
1: they had Emily van camp. I didn't know there was going to be another episode with Chadwick Boseman, which was fantastic. And they got the Nike Gurira. Yeah. Right. Actually, almost everyone came back. Chadwick,
2: Chadwick's actually in four episodes. So this is the second one he's in. And he's I I assume he's gonna be in tomorrow's episode. Um because tomorrow's episode they, they put up a post they put up a poster on uh, Twitter and it shows Killmonger. So oh, yeah, it's, had
3: it's had to gonna
2: happen. it's gonna be the Wakanda episode tomorrow.
1: Um So before we're done, can we talk about one of the most excellent actors in the whole show was the cape? (laughs) The cape was amazing. Oh, my God, yes. The cape.
2: Yes, the cape Uh, was having a good old time.
1: So you read the comic books. I've only seen the cape in the Dr. Strange movies. And the cape does, like, have a little bit of a, you know personality now we saw the cape last week we saw the two don't mind and do its own thing like it did in this episode is the cape like a sentient cape
2: yes but until seeing it in action like reading it seeing it on a on a comic panel isn't quite the same as seeing it you know in in either the movies or the animated stuff and everything so it's it kind of you know what it reminded remind uh, in the first Doctor Strange movie immediately the cape reminds me of carpet in Aladdin.
3: Oh yeah,
1: which it's almost like a character. Yeah. I mean, it definitely was a character in this episode. I mean, it was this was a oh, big yeah. role, right? This is like the <laughs> this is like the cape getting out of the chorus and getting a. Leading role in this episode. It was awesome.
2: <laughs> yes, that is a good way to put it. <coughs> so,
1: anyway, yeah, yeah fun okay, so overall good episode, right? Yeah. And yeah. how did you watch it with? How did um? How did Artie like it? I always love to hear what Artie thinks. Cause
2: oh, he liked it oh, yeah. a lot too. Yeah. Yeah, he liked it a
1: lot. Is he a comic book guy?
2: Um, yes and no. He's read, you know, he's, I still have a lot of my comics from when I was growing up. And he, oh, you know, he goes in spurts. So you. You
3: know,
2: you we live, we live in the age of technology, in case you weren't aware. So, you know,
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, he, yeah. when, a couple of years ago, a couple of years ago, he, uh, he started going through them all and started reading some of them. But you know how it is when you're young. You start doing something, then something else catches your attention, and you forget about this thing over here, so.
1: Yeah. All right. I just like to hear. Yeah. it. Yeah. Anyway, so this was episode, I yeah, think, no, five, right? We're getting yes. – this is only, yes. like, an eight-episode season. We're getting near in the end, yeah.
2: Not, we're getting nine episodes, though. Nine episodes is what we Oh, it is.
1: nine. Okay, good.
2: So there's four right. left. All right. Cool.
1: Wow. So – all right, shall we move along?
2: Yes, on American to the amazing, story. amazing season oh of God. American Horror Story.
3: Oh, my <laughs> God.
1: <laughs> this episode, this was the sort of the origin story of the pills, right? Like this was the whole yes. backstory of everyone, really. Um, Please, AJ, tell me what you thought about this episode.
2: I had, I loved it. I mean, I I haven't. There has been very little I have not liked about this season. I didn't realize we were going to be getting this type of episode. Um, I'm kind of glad we, even though I, you know, it's, this is one of those episodes where I didn't know I needed it until I got it. Um, it was kind of cool seeing the origin of the pill, and the thing I really, really, really liked about it they actually gave us a scientific explanation to it. It wasn't just like, Oh, yeah. we made this pill and this is what it does because we said it does. Like it was a scientific reason behind that, which I found really enhanced what we already had and knew about it. You know, like, you know, the and way think- she's sitting there talking about the chemist is talking about it and explaining it, And we get the chemist's backstory which we find out she uh, was working on a military contract and kind of like took off, you know, Yeah. which I think I have a, I have a theory um, cause we know, we know very little about the second half of this season since it's double feature. We know there's aliens involved and if she was working yeah. for the government, and there's blood in this pill, I have a sneaking suspicion that that's how it's going to connect to part two of this.
1: Alien blood? Wow. Wow. Yeah,
2: because I knew there was going to... There has to be a connection. And I think we just found it.
1: Yeah. So when the chemist, who Angelica Ross... I I love Angelica Ross. Like, while I'm always sorry to see a character die on any of these shows, they always bring in another character who you love, right? And I love Angelica Ross in this. Um, but I did remember that maybe a couple episodes ago, I think either Belle or Evan, I can't remember Evan Peters' character's name. Um, Eric, but one of them one I had Austin, mentioned Austin. to, Austin, one of them had mentioned to Henry. Oh, I think it, it creates some deficit in your blood, and that's why you get hungry, right? There was some vague thing, and yes. they didn't get yeah. it.
2: Yeah, Austin
3: but, said that.
1: Yeah, I love that they brought it back. I agree with you, the chemist. I love the chemist. I love the way they made it scientific, sort of, weirdly. Um, she's a great addition, and I I, I I agree with you. Like This is an episode I didn't think I needed, because who really cares about the pills? And yet, it's so great to know... It was such a good episode, it's so interesting, and really, I think, I, I also really enjoyed, I think I complained to you last week, like, why exactly did they share the pill with Henry? Like, if I'm Bell or I'm Austin, why would I let anybody else have it? And then we saw from the earliest days, Bell was saying, I need more subjects to study. So she said to Macaulay Culkin, whose name I can't remember, she's like, I'll pay you $50. Bucks. And then, like, she's Mickey. And then she's saying to like Bell, like you need to bring me more people. If You want pills? Bring me more people. Like she's trying to increase her scientific um, cohort that she's studying um, in a very unethical manner. And so that maybe is why they. Although, although to be fair, Bell and often never said to Henry, "You have to come and see the chemist." The chem- like right. I'm excited to see how the chemist. What we saw last week, the chemist was like, "Why did someone come to my door? No one should knock on my door. What's the matter with you?" Which is very different from what we saw in this week's episode. Which is, I can't wait to see that.
3: Um, yeah. And
1: I mean, we. So all that was great. I love seeing like, like the. I I never thought I really cared about the pale people, but the pale people are a side effect, and yet. That guy was kind of really good, right? Like I kind of like the guy that becomes the pale person.
2: And, you know, that's it, it's funny because I'm watching the episode, and I'm thinking to myself, you know, um, you know, th- this guy's going to be the first and everything. But I'm like, we haven't seen this guy at all. You know, it's kind of funny that they're choosing him to be the first one, and then we come to find out he's the first pale guy. Which I didn't see coming at first, because he had a good voice. But then I realized, I'm like, wait, this guy's got a good voice. He obviously has talent. Why is he becoming a pale guy? Dawned on me. I realized while he's good and ha- you know has a good voice, he's singing somebody else's song. He has no originality himself to to write a song, which is why he becomes he's not pale. Not a
1: songwriter. He's just a yeah.
2: Right. He's just somebody that yeah. has a good voice. That's not talent. That's just dumb luck that you have a good voice, you know? Yeah. Because you, yeah. you can sing yeah, doesn't mean not- you have the talent to do anything with it. So right. I thought that was kind of interesting. And after seeing this episode, I don't see any way in which Doris doesn't end up taking the pill and becoming a pale.
5: Come I right. just,
2: I really... Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely, you know, after seeing this episode, I mean, we talked about it last week, but I really think after seeing what happened with this guy who had a good voice but became a pale because he didn't have any real talent, I really think they're setting it up for Doris to, to say, screw it and take the pill and then yeah, <laughs> turn into a pale.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, she, yeah, we did talk about it last week. Should she be the most talented? But yeah, we haven't seen anybody have a consequence. And what we, this week's episode we saw, in, in the flashback, Mickey never takes it right. Like Mickey is resisting, yeah. resisting, resisting. <laughs> Mickey was like, "Screw and, this and, shit." <laughs> yeah, and, Mick, and and he's like, "I'm not talented. What if I'm not talented?" And, and Mickey won't do it at all, right? Um, and and we and we saw very little of Sarah Paulson as as Karen, TV Karen, um, but he says to her like. Like, Mickey tries to entrap her. He says, oh, do you think you're talented? And she's like, yeah. no, I don't. No, I don't. So she dodges it for five years.
2: So, let me ask you, actually. What do you think about how how integral Mickey actually is in this whole thing? Like, you know, we see the first couple episodes and, and Mickey's kind of a side player and, you know, not much going on. But, you know, we see we get this flashback and Mickey is kind of, you know, responsible for all of it. You know, he was the first one the chemist approached and he's the one that drew everybody in.
1: Yeah, so I certainly would not have predicted that. I never would have seen that, right? I mean, they I mean, they played it right out in this episode, but certainly what we see of him, you're right, he he's very hesitant, he's not really part of it. Turns out he's at the crux of it. It's also surprising because like what would Bella so mean to him all the time, right, and Bell's like, "Oh right okay, you think drink she'd be a little
3: more grateful right
1: 'cause he he brought it to her, um, I mean, it makes more sense the way we've seen how Austin is is really in in Bell's orbit and looks up to Belle and Belle is the leader we've seen this episode that that it was Bell who brought Austin into it, but yeah what like why does she not give Mickey more? Like respect, Mickey gave her really. Mickey gave her what she has. Yeah. Um, but Mickey really, Mickey has a lot to answer for in terms of turning his entire town into like zombie, uh, you know, <laughs> like like I'm sorry, vampire town. Vampire. Um, he, the first person, and he's responsible, and he actively sought to get people to take it. Yeah. He, he, like he 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 wasn't just like. He wasn't even reluctant. Like, he was like, oh, what, I can get $30 a person? Whatever, fine, I'm here. Yeah. Makes me think Bell is more of a jerk. Um, Mickey, Mickey, it's almost more surprising that Mickey resisted for five years and then finally took it. Like, he only, yeah. so he took it only when he met Agatha last week, but. Um, and speaking I of mean, Bell.
2: I mean, I almost kind of see, I mean, everybody, everybody kind of gets that, uh, you know, attitude after taking the pill. But, you know, I I was kind of happy to see it because her husband was a complete douche nozzle. Like, that guy was an ass. Like, I wanted to, like, punch the the guy.
3: Yeah.
1: To the point of being almost like, I mean, he was so abusive and horrible and she was his doormat really right like she yeah. was like oh. um yeah that was that was surprising because she's such a dominant character in the early part of the show but yeah i mean he it was so great to see him get eaten um
2: i'll tell you what though that was a great line <laughs> um when he said she's like we've been together for 45 years or whatever it was and he goes, yeah, but most of that time I was working, now I have to spend all my time with you.
1: <laughs> I was yeah, like, Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> He was so mean, but that was pretty funny and pretty, like, right on. I mean, he yeah. really...
3: And, and, uh, and
1: while he was a uh, little and, jerk, like, she was kind of... I don't know. Anyway, go ahead.
3: Yeah.
2: No, I was just going to say, and the highlight of the episode, is Evan Peters and Drag an ugly woman or what? <laughs>
1: I mean, I've been oh my waiting God. for. I've been waiting for that was, to come up, right? Like that's the highlight.
2: It wasn't even he, like it's like he didn't even try. Like he just threw on a dress and a wig and was like, "Here I
3: am."
1: <laughs> he didn't even try. He was a man in a dress and a wig. Like he didn't. Like I loved how he had that like five o'clock shadow. Like he didn't even try. He yeah, I know see. that was
2: hilarious. <laughs> that was driving me nuts.
1: Right, like he, he, like the other, the other, like drag queen, the other performers that he was with in this episode, they all like tried to be a little more womanly, dragish, whatever. Yeah. He made very little effort, right? And and yet I, when he sings, he's into it. I think, right? I don't know. Yeah, I was he disappointed to make though. An effort.
2: I was yeah. I was disappointed though I didn't realize he was going to be lip syncing I thought he was actually going to sing so I was kind of excited to see see what he was going to do and then he and then he lip synced Barracuda oh
1: <laughs> so I felt I felt a little bit the same way like I'm like wait he's not going to sing and then I thought okay wait a minute this is this is, they don't like this is not how like when I've been to drag shows it's a lot of lip syncing like there's there's drag karaoke and then there's Drag Night where there's where lip syncing is part of the presentation and part of the you know competition for the right. award that night or whatever. So, but it did take me a minute to think like, oh yeah, he's not he's not singing. Um, but I think what he was participating in was more about like, you know, lip syncing and presenting. Yeah. And he was terrible either way, right? I mean, he was kind of into it but yeah. he really wasn't. And he was—he was, he was not—he was the least feminine of all those people, and oh and, yeah. <laughs> um, well, you heard him like when he was talking out, to though. Bell. He says, "Just real quick, when
2: he when he's talking to Bell, he says he's like, I only do this so I have money to you know to eat.'"
1: And I like that. So he's part. coiled not that. into
3: it.
1: I mean, and it made a lot of sense when we saw him earlier. He was not really that good, and I really thought, like, wait, like, this is this doesn't track with who I know Austin to be, right? This is not, he doesn't, I mean, this, I was surprised at in his background and then I loved how it played out that he's like, no, I just do this for money. I don't really, like the part where Belle's like, you're so talented, you shouldn't be here. I'm not really sure what she saw in him as a creative because he was terrible at that job and she hadn't read his work until after she'd already offered him the pill, right? Yeah. But he does say to her, he does say to her, I'm a screenwriter. I think he says that he had a failed project, right? Call, actually. I don't know. Anyway, it was, I mean, I have loved seeing them sing together. It really was great seeing, I mean, I loved, I loved seeing him, like, so seeing Barracuda, was it pointing for the character, maybe? Was it great to see Evan Peters do that? It was amazing. I loved it. Yes,
3: lots and lots um, of
1: fun. Yep. So no Henry, no actual story. Like we never get to the modern. Like we we learned we learned yeah, where no. everyone came from and, and how the whole town and how the whole town came to be yeah. where it is. Um, so I think we only have like one or two more episodes. One more episode, two more. Is this five? Is it six? It two might more. End next
2: This next. two more.
0: Of, I think it, two
1: well,
2: more this red is, This was episode four. Yeah, two more of Red Tide and then four episodes of whatever the other one's called. Yeah. I can't remember one. the um, – I can't remember the alien half.
1: Um, so I think – and I think if you saw the promo next week, we see the child saying to the mother, why don't you take it and be like me and daddy?
2: Oh, I, yeah, I didn't see that. So maybe, yeah, so I think I'm right. <laughs> I think yeah. next week we're going to, she's going to turn into a pale.
1: Yeah. I mean, I mean, we know kind of that's where it has to go. It has to go to the, to her taking the pill, right? Yeah. Like ultimately that's well, what I mean, it it's, is.
3: You
2: know, it's been alluded to so much. I mean, when, um when what's his face there, uh, Henry, you know, and she's like, you don't think I'm talented. And he's like, no, like it's, it's that total hesitated answer type thing yeah. where you got to think about it so you don't say the wrong thing. He's like, oh, no, no, oh. honey, I know you're very talented. And I mean, it's just yeah, they've been like, setting it up all along.
3: So
1: yeah. I have an Instagram contest and my job, yeah, she's very. Yeah,
2: there, yeah. Was, there was like 100 people I was up against.
1: Yeah, right? Yeah, 100 people. Yeah, she either becomes pale or becomes the most powerful creative of all of them, which is not likely because there's not... There's that not would be a, a twist. Um, that
2: For right? her to become a creative, that would be a huge twist. I don't see that happening. And you know what else? No, I don't. I wonder if... I, um, what's her face? Uh, 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 Ursula. I wonder if she yeah. just wants to distribute oh, the pill... Or if she's or if she's going to take it too, because wow. I have a, a feeling if Ursula was to take the pill, I think she would become a pale. Because she, what what's her talent really? I mean, being an agent isn't a talent. You know yeah. what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, and yet I feel like she she's. I mean, for her to outsmart all of them would be. Maybe is it too obvious for her to of them? Maybe right, like she, she, for her to become the person to be at the top of that pile of money, maybe it's too obvious because she's already gotten everything she's wanted, right? And for her to come to, I mean, I think that the that the chemist is a very person. Not just because she came up with this, but she's not – I mean, she has made herself very rich, very quiet, very hiding out. Like, don't fuck with her. She knows what she's doing, right? Ursula may have – could she meet her match in the kind just in terms of negotiating each other, right? I forgot about Ursula until you mentioned her, actually, Um, because I – after this episode, I was really thinking only about the vampire-type people and what that means. All right, all right so well, I think anyway, that's it. Two more, yep. All right, so next week, um, pretty much the same list of shows. Maybe we'll yep. get Shang-Chi in here if we can, yeah. Yeah, <laughs>
3: maybe she right. will probably see it. <laughs>
1: well, all right, maybe she will. All right, so I'm going to be at the all beach right. for a few days, but I'll catch up with you guys Ooh. when I get back next week. Yep.
3: Enjoy right.
1: yourself. I will, thank you. All right. You enjoy Thank you everybody for listening. Also. All right. Thanks.
2: And we'll uh do it again next week. Okay, round two. Name something that's not
0: boring.
1: A laundry? Oh, a book club. Computer
3: solitaire. Huh?
0: Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. <laughs>